0: Hey, how's everybody doing and welcome back to 125 unfiltered episode 40 took a couple weeks off due to the end of the semester with exams and, you know, just getting acclimated to the life back in Charlotte, North Carolina, but I'm bringing you a banger of an episode today with a special guest good friend from UNC Ethan Rayala. Ethan, how's it going, man? Good, good. Thank you for having me on Josh. It's it's
1: an honor to be on here.
0: Yeah, no problem. Very happy to have you on because we are talking about the NBA playoffs. The playing games have wrapped up over the past few days. We saw Memphis get in. We'll talk about that game. And we saw the Wizards blow out the Pacers uh, to get the eighth seed there. But uh, this is going to be a really, really good NBA playoffs. And me and Ethan are here to break down uh, uh, all of the series, um, who who our winner picks are going to be in the first round. And also we're going to go all the way to the championship picks and our finals pick uh who, who's gonna win the finals obviously um without further ado I think we should just hop straight into it um sure. if, before actually before we we do that well what teams do you support Ethan just so uh the viewers can kind of get an understanding yeah, yeah. Of who you support
1: of course um so obviously I'm a big basketball fan um for college I love UNC obviously we both go there and then I also like Michigan State so you can see me rooting for my Michigan State basketball players in the NBA. But in the NBA, I like the Warriors and the Charlotte Hornets. So, yeah, kind of sad that neither of them are in the playoffs, but, you know, it's going to be an interesting playoff. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, as
0: a Raptor fan, uh, we are not in it either. So uh, we'll just be watching from the outside. Uh, that, that'll be yeah. both of us. Um, speaking of the Warriors, let's just hop straight into that game. What a game last night. Yeah, John ja Morant and. Uh and Steph Curry going back and forth. Curry had 39 Morant with 35. Uh, but Memphis pulls out the win. What were your first thoughts uh from the game last night?
1: Um obviously disappointed, but I was really impressed with Memphis's young core, like especially John Morant, but also my my Michigan State boy, Xavier Tillman. He he came with that clutch three with a minute left. Um, and also Dylan Brooks, just even though Curry still dropped 39, but he, he really like locked them up for the first half. So kind of disappointed my Warriors didn't win, but I was also really impressed with just the way like the Grizz- Grizzlies young core rallied to get the game done.
0: Yeah, no doubt. I mean, th- I saw on the internet, people saw this as an upset. I completely disagree with that. This has been a good Memphis team for a couple of years now. Yeah. They've had some really good young pieces. You know, Jaron Jackson, uh, he's getting back from his injury. Valanciunas was really good in their game against the Spurs. And obviously, uh, we talked yeah. about uh, Dylan Brooks, great defender, and John ja Morant. Uh, but this has been a process in Memphis ever since John ja Morant got there. And they deserve this playoff spot. For sure, uh, for I was sure. very unimpressed by the Warriors supporting cast. Uh, we obviously see the Andrew Wiggins memes all over Twitter and <laughs> social media, but you know he's just not the number two option that the Warriors need. They really yeah. miss Clay Thompson. Um, but it, this was not an upset for me. I, I didn't really know who to pick in this game. I, I kind of rolled with the Warriors because it was Steph Curry, but not surprised at all that Memphis won this game. And uh, th- this is going to be a really fun team to watch in the playoffs.
1: Yep. Yeah, I j- I thought um the Warriors I was. When the Warriors were coming back, I thought, you know, they had the game, but it was, it was really a game of turnovers. I feel like, I don't know how many turnovers they had. I think like 20 something, which is crazy. And they, they just like turned the ball over in really clutch times. Like, I think Jordan pool just like threw it out of bounds and, you know, and then shots too little too late. So.
0: Yeah. And it's this, I was actually talking to a few friends uh, last night about this, but they were, they were rooting for the Warriors. I feel like I was the only one pulling for Memphis, <laughs> uh, but they were saying how, you know, oh, we can't see Steph Curry in the playoffs. Um, not to be too harsh on the Warriors, but this is just not a good basketball team. Oh
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, a- Andrew Wiggins. He's one of the guys in the league who I believe puts up the most empty stats. That yeah. 3 he took last night was abysmal. He should have never be ta- he should never be taking that shot because he's just not that dude. He just doesn't want it like that. And then you got yeah. guys like a Toscano Anderson, Jordan Poole. These are decent role players, but they were not big enough in the big moments. You need a Clay Thompson back. You yeah. need a uh, James Wiseman. This just Steph Curry is phenomenal. He's one of the best players on the planet, no doubt. But the rest of this team is horrible, and they would not have been fun to watch because we would see Steph Curry get triple teamed by Utah, and then we would see the Warriors uh, role players fail uh, to rise up to the occasion to help out Steph Curry. And, you know, I'm very glad Memphis won this. I think they're going to put up a better fight against Utah than Golden State would. But uh, with that being said, Steph Curry had a phenomenal season. Uh, I mean, with you seeing him throughout, what what would you just say? I mean, he won the scoring title. He's, I I just say,
1: um, I mean, based off the way the league's done the MVP in the past, I think Nikola Jokic should win, and I think he will win. But in terms of like most valuable player to their team and to their team success, I think hundred percent hands down is Steph Curry because I, I I we were talking about this the other night, but if you take him off their roster, I don't see the Warriors winning more than fifteen games. Just kind of like the team they were last year so Steph Curry is just a crucial part to this team um and I just throughout the season I wish I could I I wish he just got more help and obviously with Clay coming back hopefully next year I think we'll see that but I think yeah. overall the, the Warriors have a really good young core like I'm I'm really high on Jordan Poole sometimes he's just very um inefficient and he turns the ball over but he's he's got I think he's got the talent um and I know, I know everybody likes to bash on Andrew Wiggins, but I think he had overall, he like improved way, way much more as a player this year, improved efficiency, but I feel like his big games were games that didn't really matter. So I really want to see him step up in the crucial moments more in the future. So I guess we'll see next year.
0: Yeah, definitely. This Warriors team is not going away. With Klay Thompson and Stephen Curry, with Draymond Green, who struggled last night offensively, but he still put up 10 assists and 16 rebounds for a triple-double. But with those three, you can never count this team out. Plus, they can probably sign some people in free agency and the draft because if that Timberwolves pick falls out of the top three, they get uh, around a number four to number seven overall pick. That will be huge for the Warriors because they can A – pick a really good young talented player um potentially a a Jalen green jonathan kuminga depending on who falls to them or they use that pick to trade for a disgruntled star so warriors they are not going away um but in the end it was memphis who pulled out the win yesterday and before we go to the playoffs i just want to praise john morant yeah this has been a guy who has been extremely criticized for his jump shot um And he's been overshadowed by the hype of Zion Williamson. But the last time I checked, Zion Williamson is not in the playoffs. John Morant is. I know Zion, you know, is a really good player and he puts up great stats. But John Morant, is just as good, in my opinion. He is so valuable to this Memphis team. He's a leader. He has willed his team to victories. And in the moments where he needs to rise to the occasion, he does it. He put up 35 against Portland last year uh, in their final game, put up 35 uh, this game. I love John Morant. He's going to be a top five point guard soon in the league. It is just the beginning for him.
1: For sure, for sure. Yeah, he especially last night he i i haven't watched too much of him but last night he really showed that he can come up clutch in the big moments so i was really impressed
0: and his shooting too he made yeah. five out of ten threes that that is massive for him a guy who has struggled from the three-point line yeah his they were leaving him shot. wide
1: open and he was yeah, just he nailing them so yeah
0: definitely yeah and you know john morant in the playoffs rj barrett in the playoffs zion williamson it's time for you to make the playoffs get my yeah. buddy like c- <laughs> come on if you're so good, you should be able to will your team to the playoffs. I don't care if you're in the West, John Morant is in the West because Zion Williamson is getting all this hype and it bothers me. Because John Morant, this Grizzlies team on paper is not as good as the Pelicans, in my opinion. Right. And here we see a guy like Williamson get more shine. Uh, he's seen as a bigger star. Here's Morant, first year in the playoffs uh, as a second year player. So great job to him. You know, don't want to bash Zion too much because he's yeah. still a good player, but I want to see more from him. You know, we want to see you in the playoffs. We, we, we want to see you in games that actually matter.
1: Exactly. Just prove um, your stats aren't empty stats.
0: Exactly, exactly. So enough rambling on there. Uh, <laughs> definitely wanted to talk about the Grizzlies and uh, the Warriors because there are a lot of different ties that come into it. You know, yeah. I see tweets about about Zion, and then you see tweets about the Warriors or with, with or without Klay Thompson and the help they get. But yeah. that was a very good game last night. And actually, I do want Incredible to talk about one game, more yeah. thing before we get in. Your view on the play in tournament.
1: I thought it's a fantastic addition. It just adds intensity to like the last few games of the season. Like I was watching the West in the last few games of the season. It was just really intense basketball trying to get that eight seed, especially like the last game between the Warriors and the um, Warriors and the Grizzlies. Um, Like that game was really intense. And I just think like it's, it's awesome to have kind of like a little pregame to the playoffs Um, But I I feel like it might be slightly unfair to the seven and eight seed just because like they're already worn down a few games. But overall, as as a viewer, I think 100 percent they should keep it just adds to the intensity and fun of watching NBA playoff basketball.
0: Yeah, 100 percent agree there, because you've got 20 out of 30 teams at least competing for a playoff spot. And that's really important because we've seen teams like the Sixers tank for number one, overall picks every single year. And Adam Silver and the NBA, they do not want that. They want as many teams to be competitive uh, throughout the season and having these games at the end of the season where they wouldn't really mean that much to everyone. They now mean something. So now you've got more teams playing their key players, uh, uh, towards the end of the season and like you said um if you it's, it might be unfair for the seven or eight seed but if you don't want to be that seed you better play yeah, better you better, you better, better win your yeah. games got to win your games towards the end of the season and uh, we saw some great games in the yeah. play and i'm sure it's going to stick around and and i love it
1: yeah especially that lakers warriors game i think so far that's been the best game of the season <laughs> i don't i Definitely. don't know how much it, the the truth about lebron seeing three rims is but you know that shot was crazy so Happy and brought us that game. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Well, you know, it's time to go over the NBA playoffs. All right. All uh, right. We got our brackets here, and we're going to start in the Eastern Conference. So we're uh, we're going to start with the one seed. We're going to go with the uh, the Philadelphia 76ers against the Washington Wizards. The Wizards win uh, actually, they lost versus Boston, but then bounced back to blow out the Pacers. Yep. And now they are going to visit the 76ers. Who do you have winning this series?
1: Um, I have Philly in five games. And I think I mean, I just I just think it's not really a fair matchup. I think I think Russ is gonna Russ and Beal are gonna maybe steal one game, but I think just overall the 76ers are a way better, stronger team, especially on the defensive side. So yeah, I have
0: Sixers and five. Yeah, I've got the Sixers as well. I have them winning in six. Okay. Uh, I think Westbrook and Beal can definitely win a couple of games. We, we've seen Beal do it uh, against yep. Toronto in the first round when they were in eight seed winning two games. And, you know, with star players, they, they'll get you a couple. They'll yeah. get you one or two. But this is the first year with the Embiid and Simmons era where I'm not, I am scared of the Sixers with Brett Brown as the coach. I really did not fear them because I saw yeah. that he was a liability in the playoffs, but with doc rivers, he has his team ready to go. I love the way MB is playing. He has been a monster this season, obviously an MVP candidate. Yeah. Uh, Simmons is one of the best offensive players in the league and the role players are doing what they're doing. So yeah. this is, in my opinion, the best year for the Sixers to make a run.
1: I agree. I agree. When I um, no off season, when I see, saw the Sixers signed a, Doc Rivers, I thought they finally have a legit coach because I'm sure you've heard like the stories of Jimmy Butler just saying like when he went to practice when he was on the Sixers, like Brett Brown just didn't really have a game plan. So I think I think they're a legit contender with a decent amount of experience.
0: Definitely, and uh, if a big factor in this series for me, player-wise, is going to be Tobias Harris. We know yeah. what Embiid's going to bring to the table. There are, there's no one on the Wizards who can stop him. Alex Len, uh, Daniel Gafford, Embiid's going to get his numbers, but with for Ben sure. Simmons not really being as big of an offensive threat scoring-wise, I think Tobias Harris is really going to need to step up, which he has done this I season. Mean. He's going to need to put in about 20 a game, yep. and if he can do that, I really think the Sixers team could go far.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I said uh, my X factor was Ben Simmons. I think just because he's in the run for defensive player in the year, of the year, so I think if you can, you know, maybe lock up Beal or Russ, that'll just make the series way easier for them. But I said if if Washington has a chance, I think Russ is going to get them past the Sixers if he just has a monster series. But I, I don't know what the odds are if that are happening, and I think they're pretty low. So I'd say Ben Simmons will be the main X factor in the series
0: yeah he definitely has the ability to shut down an offense with you know six ten fantastic defender yeah. so we both agree with Sixers there this is possibly one we could disagree on Knicks versus okay. the Hawks I have the New York Knicks winning in seven games what about you
1: me too I also have uh the Knicks in seven I think it's going to be a close series but I think at the end of the day uh the Knicks will pull through
0: Yeah, I mean, this has been a wonder season for the Knicks. No one saw them being a top-four seed in the East. Julius Randle has had an MVP-type season. R.J. Barrett, we've seen some massive improvements from him. And this bench unit's been really good, too, for the Knicks. Derrick Rose, Emmanuel Quickly. Toppin's been uh, pretty decent off the bench at times. Uh, New Orleans Noel has been a really good defensive presence and Tom Thibodeau has, has got these guys playing defenses the top ranked defense uh or at least one of the top defenses in the NBA yeah and I think they're gonna squeak this one out although Atlanta is a very talented team
1: yeah they are um I think mostly I picked the Knicks just because I think I, I want this for their fan base it's been a rough 20 years since they've made the playoffs maybe longer but I think um the, the Knicks have a really strong core with good defense, but I think Atlanta deserves some respect too, especially with obviously Trey Young, but then they have Clint Capella and then Boyan. So I think I think it's gonna be a good series.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Uh, X factor wise for me, I've got Derrick Rose. I think Derek, Derek Rose right. is going to be huge off the bench because one, he's going to get you about 16 to 18 points per game in the series, but also his leadership, his veteran presence. He's been in these moments before, right. uh, he's hit, remember the game winner, game he hit winner, against, yeah. uh, Cleveland. That was yeah. awesome. But, uh, I think there's a lot of new young guys on this team, uh, like an RJ Barrett right. or a quickly who, Uh, They've never been in this moment before, and you need guys like Derrick Rose and maybe even a Taj Gibson to uh, rally the troops. And I think that veteran leadership is really going to be important uh, for two teams that are very uh, inexperienced in the playoffs.
1: Right. I said um, I think, obviously, we know what we're going to get out of Julius Randle, um, solid 25 points per game. But I think R.J. Barrett will be the X factor in this series, really determining if the Knicks can move on to the second round just as the second option. On top of um, Randall.
0: Yeah, I think the biggest question for me with Atlanta as well is who is going to guard Julius Randall. Yeah, I don't think they really have anyone who can do so. Capella uh, isn't versatile enough to guard him on the outside, and right. John Collins isn't really known for his defensive prowess. So I'm worried for Atlanta with if they can stop Randall, and if they can't stop Randall, maybe the Knicks get this done faster. But yeah. this is still a really good Hawks team, and we both have them going in seven. Yeah. So move, moving on uh, to a very intriguing rematch with Milwaukee and Miami. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so who do you have for this one?
1: So I have uh, Milwaukee in seven, but this one was really hard for me to pick just because I, I think you can't count the heat out. We saw that last year with Jimmy Butler and stepping up and obviously the whole team stepping up. Um, but I think, I think Milwaukee gets their revenge. So I have Milwaukee in seven.
0: Yeah, I'm with you there. I, I have Milwaukee in six, but this is this was probably the hardest p- uh, pick for me in the East because yeah. Miami is really good, and they were so good in the playoffs. They played Giannis really well, and um, even though they had some rough patches in the season, Tyler Hero hasn't played as best this right. season. Uh, I think they had some big COVID, uh, COVID problems kind of yeah. going through their team, but this Milwaukee team is really potent. Uh, Chris Middleton, he's uh, definitely been a really good scorer this year, and my X factor, Drew, Drew Holiday, I think is really yeah. <laughs> going to shine in the playoffs. We've seen what he's done uh, against Dam- Damian Lillard uh, defensively when he was on the Pelicans, and I really think he's going to step it up big time for Milwaukee to get past the Heat and get their revenge.
1: Yep, I I agree with you there. Um, I think Drew Holiday will be the X factor. Um, I just think overall he's one of the most underappreciated players in the league. Like, um. I've heard people going around the league asking who's the best defender. And a lot of people say, Julia um, Drew holiday. And I think he's just one of the most underrated two way players. He can bring it on both sides of the floor. And I think, I think he'll give the push. He'll give Milwaukee, the push past Miami. But I also think you can't count out. I said, if, if Miami wins, I think it's going to be Bam's going to be the, um, X factor there because he's also fantastic two-way player. Um obviously last year in the playoffs we saw him get it done on the defensive end of the court, but yeah, I think I think Milwaukee will pull through.
0: Yeah, and Bam's going to be one of the the handful of players being thrown at Giannis because right. we we saw them shut him down last year. And Giannis, I, he's definitely going to be looking to capitalize on his opportunities in the playoffs. But yep. you can slow down Giannis like you did last year, and you know make him a half-court player. Don't let him run in transition and put the ball in Middleton or Holiday's hands, you definitely increase your chances of winning. But that's why I like Milwaukee in this series because you have right. that extra ball handler, that extra score. Because although we praise Holiday for his defensive capabilities, really good offensive player too. Yeah. He can shoot it. He can score at all three levels. Uh, and having uh, another really good guard like that uh, is huge in the playoffs. So yeah, uh, Milwaukee there for both of us. And lastly, in the East, this should probably be an easy one. Brooklyn <laughs> and, and Boston, I have the Nets in five. I have
1: the Nets sweeping the Celtics, so yeah, Nets in four.
0: Yeah, I, I have I have the Celtics winning one, so um, okay. okay. Uh, I, I think they can pull one out. Uh, in order for the Celtics to carry out this series, in my opinion, I think it's going to come down to Kemba Walker. Yeah. Uh, I think his matchup versus Kyrie Irving is going to be really important for Boston yeah. to really extend this series. He's going to have to score a lot without uh Jalen Brown. This team really, they they missed those twenty five uh, points per game. Uh, that yeah. brown was uh putting up or he he was around there uh but this brooklyn nets team is just unstoppable with yeah. all three guys far extremely firing all talented
1: cylinders.
0: Uh, so uh we'll we can break down the nets later i'm sure we've got yeah. them
1: going uh, <laughs>
0: going far uh so that's the east for us we both or uh yeah we both have uh the chalk picks one through four in the east but um the west the West is where it gets a bit interesting. So let's start with yeah. Utah and Memphis. We talked about Memphis a little bit earlier on, but the Jazz have had a fantastic year uh, winning about 51, 52 games. They get yeah. the number one seed, but Donovan Mitchell's injury, uh, that ankle injury, he is due to play for game one, but we don't know how that is going to play out uh, for him, how how 100% he is going to be. But I still have Utah in six.
1: Yeah, I have, uh, I have Utah in five. I, I totally agree agree with you. I think depending on Donovan Mitchell's health is, we'll, um, we'll see how long the series lasts. I think if Donovan Mitchell comes back in the same form he left in, I think Utah gets it done fast. But if, if he's a little rusty, I think uh, Memphis can put up a fight just like we saw last night. So, yeah, I think Utah in five. But I think definitely if the young guys of Memphis, like, Obviously, John Morant, Dylan Brooks, Xavier Tillman, Jaron Jackson. I think if they step up, they can they can give Utah a little bit of trouble. But I just can't see them pulling off the eight eight over one seed.
0: Yeah, definitely. This Memphis team is really scrappy. They they yeah. can claw out wins. They're pretty good defensively, and with a bunch of young guys uh, like Memphis has, they can always get the energy to to steal a game or two. Yeah. Uh, but I've loved this Utah team all season. I was very high on them at the beginning of the season, they were actually uh, one of my sleeper picks to be a top seed in the yeah. West. And I actually converted on that prediction there. <laughs> uh, but I would be a lot more confident in the Jazz sweeping the Grizzlies with Mitchell being healthy. Um, and I, we can get into the Jazz, obviously, a bit later because we will be going over second and third round predictions. But yeah. uh, I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Mike Conley. I think his veteran presence is going to be huge for this team. Something that they didn't have last year Actually, you no, know, yeah. they did have Conley last year. My bad. They didn't have uh, Boyan Bogdanovich last year. His three-point shooting is going to be really important. I don't know why it mixed up those players. But this Jazz team is deep. They've got scoring. Yeah. They've got defense. They've got versatility on the wing uh with O'Neal and inside with Gobert. Uh, This is a really good Jazz team, and I think they're going to get the job done. Yeah. So let's go now to a rematch of last year's first round with the Clippers and the Mavericks. I've got the Clippers in six.
1: Yeah, I have the Clippers in five. I mean, I'm I'm still a little iffy on that though because obviously we saw last year everybody was favoring the Clippers to win the whole thing. But I don't know, Luca, Luca. I think Luca, Luca Magic might, you know, pull through, steal a few games. I think it's completely possible they take the series. But I I think it's L.A. is really gelling this year. Um, and I think specifically if Paul George if pandemic P doesn't show up, if playoff P shows up and he puts up the same efficiency and numbers he has throughout the regular season, I think uh, LA will have an easy series in five games. Yeah. And I, I think
0: the Clippers for me are the biggest wild card in these playoffs because we yeah. know the potential they have, right? They could make the finals, but we could also see a collapse like last year. Right. And they blow a 3-1 lead like they did to to Denver. But um, I think th- I, you're right. They are gelling a lot better this year. Kawhi's health is still a bit of a concern for me. Paul George yeah. has been really good this year, like you said. Uh, but for the Mavericks, I think... This is not a series that they're completely out of. They could Mm -hmm. 1000% win this series. And for me, it comes down to two players. It comes down to Dorian Finney Smith and it comes down to Tim Hardaway jr. Those are guys on the wing. One, you're going to need them to play defense because Luca's not going to be on, uh, Kawhi or or Paul George. He's going to, you know, have to carry the load offensively like he always does. But with those two guys on the wing, they're going to have to make their threes and play really good defense on the Clippers stars. And with that, uh, if they do so and kind of shut down one of them on a night, they could win a game or two. And, you know, we, we've seen crazier things happen. We saw in (laughs) last year's playoffs, the three, one leads that, uh, that were blown, but um, so I think this is one of the series in the West that could be seen as a toss up, but I do like the Clippers because of their star power. Yeah. All right. And uh, you know, we still haven't disagreed on a series yet, but
1: possibly that could change
0: be <laughs> with nuggets and blazers who do you have for this matchup
1: all right so i thought a while about this one but the, the blazers have dame Dallas, so i have the blazers in seven actually i just think um obviously damian lillard always comes up big in the playoffs and i think i think the x factor though will be cj mccollum i think if you know he can put up some points if he can just compliment what Dane's doing. I think, I think they can upset Denver, but, you know, obviously Denver has been playing really well with um, presumed to be league MVP Jokic. And then also Michael Porter jr has been playing really well since um, Jamal Murray's injury. So I can see it going either way, but I think just because of the X factor of Damian Lillard being that dude in the playoffs, I think, I think the Blazers win this one.
0: I also have the Blazers in Ah. seven (laughs) because this was one where even though Murray's injured, I could totally see the nuggets winning this series. And if they, if they had Jamal Murray, I'm picking the nuggets easy Yeah, uh, because he's, he was so good in the playoffs last year, but surprisingly this nuggets team has stayed afloat uh, after his injury. And uh I'll argue for the Nuggets a little bit. If they mm. win this series, Michael Porter Jr. is going to have to go off. He is has so much potential. We've seen him drop 30 a few games this season. And if he can be the, uh, one of the sidekicks to Nikola Jokic, this Nuggets team will win. They will win this series uh, if Porter Jr. And a guy like Aaron Gordon plays really yeah. well offensively. I think that he needs to be better defensively. Uh, yeah. And But, man, he can score from anywhere, but... The biggest question with Denver for me, and this is why I think Jamal Murray is so important, the guard play. Uh, yeah. Starting lineup, I think they start uh, Faku uh, Campazo and Austin Rivers, and I don't mm-hmm. think that's near good enough yeah. against uh, Lillard, McCollum, and, and Norman Powell.
1: Yeah, I I, I just think, um, especially like what you said, but I, I also think experience is a big thing. And the Blazers, although they haven't gotten to the finals, um, in the recent history but i think i think that experience with cj and dame's really just gonna put them over the edge but i think it'll be a very close series
0: yeah this is going to be a tough one do not count out denver Uh, this i'm sure the blazers are going to be favored uh by a lot of people but uh nicole Jokic probably going to be mvp he yep. has been phenomenal. He makes everyone around him better. It's amazing. The he's not the most athletic guy obviously, but yeah. his IQ and his it's vision just, yeah. it's amazing and he shoots the ball well from yeah. three point range. Uh love Nikola Jokic's game and uh it, it's just every other piece on this team is going to need to take a larger step to fill in uh the void left yeah. by Jamal Murray's injury, but For um sure. I'm with you. Dame Dalla, you can't cat him out. You I mean, he's one of those players. He will he will always rise to the occasion. He will take yeah. on the challenge. And we both have Blazers and seven. And then the Suns and the Lakers. <laughs> I so badly wanna pick Phoenix. <laughs> I want same to pick here, the Suns because here. they've been so good this year, but I just can't bet against LeBron James. Yeah. I would feel like an absolute moron picking as a, as a podcaster, as someone who wants to be a sports analyst or a, or a broadcaster. Older, I can't bet against LeBron James. And as badly as I want the Suns to win this, I'm going to pick the Lakers in six.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> I also have the Lakers in six. Um, Obviously, Suns still have CP3, so you can't count them out because that that dude just takes over games. But um, I, in all fairness, I do. I'm rooting for the Suns. I want them to win because I want to see CP3 get a ring. But I just think it's it's a very hard task, especially first round against the Lakers. I, I think it's kind of crazy that the seven seed is heavily favorited over the two seed. You don't see that very often, but yeah, I think just everybody's coming back at the right time for LA and the past two or the last game we saw against the Warriors, LA just, even though LeBron and um, AD didn't look their best in like the first three quarters, I think um, they'll pull, they'll pull through cause they, they have experience obviously defending champs from last year. So, and I, I just think Phoenix is a little too young. I say like give it maybe a few years and maybe they'll, maybe they'll be, real title contenders, but I think LA is just too much for Phoenix's young core.
0: Yeah. I mean, and Phoenix hasn't made the tight, uh, hasn't made the playoffs in about what, 10 to 15 years. Yeah. So this is new for everyone, aside from Chris ball, and he's going to be huge, but obviously the star power of Anthony Davis and LeBron James, if both are healthy, uh, this team is the best in the West, but the problem right. is both are not 100% healthy, and this is why I believe this is gonna be uh harder than last year for the Lakers uh in order to get to the finals due to LeBron James not really being at 100%, and yeah. also the fact of I'm not the biggest fan of their supporting cast. Yeah, I think losing Rondo and losing Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee and substituting in for uh, a Dennis Schroeder, Montrezl Harrell, uh, Drummond, and Gasol. I actually like the cast better from last year. Yeah. I am by no means a Kyle Kuzma fan. I think he's—I <laughs> don't think he's that good at all. Caldwell Pope is very inconsistent. I don't like him either. I really like Caruso off the bench and Taylor Horton Tucker. Yeah. Uh, both of those guys are good, but they're young. Uh, Horton Tucker hasn't had much experience in the playoffs. But uh, the uh, the big men really worry me. Uh, for the Lakers. Cause I think Ayton can really bully Drummond. I I'm Andre yeah. Drummond for, he's just never been a difference maker for me. And who knows how much right. playing time Gasol will get. But if Anthony Davis doesn't play like Anthony Davis, the Lakers are in trouble because, yeah, because Davis, he's a top five player when he plays like it, but sometimes he just checks out. Yeah. He'll take a night off or it, when he's into it, man, he's a monster, but uh, if the Suns catch them on a night off, they, they could really uh, win some games. And yeah. I would not be surprised if Phoenix won the series.
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, everybody's, everybody's counting Phoenix out right now, but I, I really don't think you can count them out. Um, especially just with, you know, CP3 really elevates the whole team. We saw that last year with Thunder, obviously Thunder this year, one of the worst teams in the league. So his his impact's just really that big. So I, I'd, I'd be slightly surprised, but I don't think it's out of the question for Phoenix to win the series.
0: Yeah, and Devin Booker, he's probably going to be putting up 30. Yeah. Devin Booker has been so good this year. The fact that he had to make the all-star team as a reserve was, was ridiculous. Yeah. But for me, this Phoenix team, it comes down to guys like DeAndre Ayton McCall Bridges, McCall Bridges uh, yeah. Cam Johnson off the bench. Jay Crowder, I think, is going to yeah. be a big piece because uh, you need guys to throw at LeBron and Anthony Davis. Right. And uh, for me, especially McCall Bridges, I think he's going to be the one in LeBron. I, that's what I would do unless yeah. you put Crowder on him. But uh, if you want to beat the Lakers, you need to minimize LeBron James's impact on the game and i think bridges is, is, is the best guy for uh, on phoenix to do so and yeah. uh, that combined with the so-so health of of these guys and the inconsistent play from the lakers role players um this is going to be a good one i'm really yeah. excited for this one but yeah we both have the lakers winning in 6 or did you have them in 6
1: oh uh, yeah i had them in yeah. 6 yeah. yeah
0: so we do have the same bracket in the first <laughs> round uh i did not intend for that to happen at all Me but either. you know <laughs> Uh, It is unfiltered. I am not the guy who is going to switch one of my picks last second just because uh, it would make for a better episode or something like that. We want our thoughts to be put out there. And, uh, you know, that's just how it goes. Sometimes Uh, we we don't script anything. We just we just go off of what we believe and what we want to say. But with that being said, let's go to the second round. We'll just do a, a brief uh, overview of the second round matchups, and then we'll go uh, to the sem- uh, the conference finals and then finals. Right. So uh, Jazz and – or actually, we'll go back to the East. Sixers and Knicks, uh, I have the Sixers winning that one. I think they'll be able to handle Knicks pretty easily, probably in five or six games.
1: Yeah, I have the Sixers in five.
0: Yeah, and then I think Milwaukee and uh, Brooklyn, uh, I, I think – uh this for me this is uh an easy one i've got brooklyn winning probably in six games but this is milwaukee in my opinion is the best team um to knock off the nets in the east i think they have a better shot than philly to do it Hmm. uh they beat them twice in about a five or six day span so uh i'm taking brooklyn here
1: yeah i have i have brooklyn in six as well but i think um you know i don't think you can count the bucks out i think um they'll put up a fight but Brooklyn's just talent is just through the roof so i think Brooklyn wins this one
0: definitely yeah and uh we we didn't really talk much of an x, x factor for Brooklyn and obviously they had the big 3 but i'm going to be looking for Joe Harris uh mm-hmm. to really make some big plays and knock down some threes because in my opinion he's the ideal role player for any team great three point shooter great defender and right. uh he's going to be right there by the big 3 side um, so we both have Sixers and Nets in the East. Now going to the West. And I talked about this a little bit with you before. Jazz and <laughs> Clippers, who do you have?
1: All right. I have, I have the Clippers in six. I think if the Clippers keep playing the way they've been playing and everything just clicks, um, I, think, I think the Clippers can win this series pretty easily in six games. This is
0: one I really thought about. And I feel like the listeners, you guys know where I'm going to go with this. I've been riding this Utah wave all season long. And again, with Mitchell's injury, I would not hesitate to pick Utah. And even still, I, the Clippers, they scare me because they have so much potential, but they're such a wild card for me. But I don't care because I am picking the Utah Jazz to upset the Clippers because I think the Clippers right. will be favored. I love, again, I love this Jazz team. This is their year to make it to the conference finals, to get over the hump. Donovan Mitchell is going to lead the charge. Mike Conley is going to bring his veteran presence. Go Bears! going to clog up the middle there. I love this Jazz team. I am officially doubling down on the Utah Jazz to make the NBA uh, or to make the, the Western Conference finals. So I've got the Jazz in seven.
1: All right. All right.
0: And then lastly, I think we'll both agree on this one. Uh, Lakers-Blazers, I've got the Lakers in five.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I have Lakers in five as well. Um, I I just kind of see it playing out the same way it played out last year. Maybe um, Blazers steal like the first game or something, but then uh LA's just two stars just for too much for the Blazers to handle, so.
0: I I think what's really funny uh, is uh, with the Clippers losing on purpose to not go against the (laughs) Lakers, uh, the Clippers gave themselves a draw to not face the Lakers until the Western Conference Finals, but in turn... I think they gave the Lakers an easier draw to get to the conference finals because I think the Lakers fare better against Phoenix than the Utah jazz. And I think the Mavericks would put up a better fight against the Lakers than the Blazers or the nuggets would, because we saw what they did against both of them in the playoffs last year. And um, you know, Luca and LeBron would obviously go at it. And I just like that matchup better for uh, in favor of, of Dallas instead of the blazers and nuggets. So uh, if the Clippers take care of business, we could see that, uh, LA showdown that we've so yeah. desired, um, for, uh, since last year, but the Clippers obviously choked their series against Denver. But, um, anyways, I've got jazz Lakers. You have Clippers Lakers. Yeah. Before we go over that. Let's go back to the East. Right, I've got right. Brooklyn here in six. I think Brooklyn is going to take care of business in the East. I don't see uh, them having any problems. Uh, I think this is, this is pretty easy for me.
1: All right. Controversial pick here, but I have, I have the Sixers in seven. I think, you know, if, oh. if their defense steps up and I think I, I'll say Tobias Harris will be the X factor in this series. If the Sixers want to win. Um, I think if they if their defense steps up, locks down the, big three i mean obviously blocking down entails like they'll still drop 20 a game but i think if basically if the sixers play a perfect series and everybody's on their top game i think they can pull off the upset so sixers sixers and seven for me all right
0: so we got me or ethan is going with the sixers i am going with the nets there in the east uh i i do think that's obviously a very probable pick i just really believe that with brooklyn at full strength no one can beat them yeah. uh, in the east but with how the Sixers have been playing it's definitely it's definitely a probability uh i mean who's gonna guard and if you're brooklyn uh Great. they don't necessarily have the guys down there i mean i don't think anyone can really stop Embiid if he's gonna go yeah. at it for 48 minutes a game but uh i i think it's a really intriguing pick and uh you know if the Sixers pull it out you know everyone you heard here first <laughs> ethan called it
1: and and the, another another reason I picked the Sixers was I was, I was just kind of looking at you know past super teams and the Sixers I think the big three have played what ten or eleven games together yeah not so many I don't obviously their talent is through the roof but I I think they should should have played maybe if ten or twenty more games together if they really wanted to gel because I think the same thing that happened in LA might happen this year for the Sixers so. I think that time to build chemistry is really important. So that's why or for the Nets, that's why I have the Sixers winning this.
0: Yeah. And uh, all, it's a big issue, which has been uh, for the Nets throughout the season health. Right. Uh, who knows if they're going to stay healthy throughout the playoffs. We saw Harden hurt his hamstring for a week or two. We saw KD go down with, I believe like calf soreness or something. Uh, I don't think Kyrie has been very injured this season. He took a couple of games off for his yeah. uh, personal reasons, obviously, but Um, the Nets are obviously a big question mark in terms of health, but if they stay healthy, uh, I really, uh, think Nets will have an easy path to the finals. Although I, as I said before, Milwaukee for me is their hardest matchup. Mm -hmm. So now, uh, for you, you have Clippers Lakers. I have Jazz Lakers. Uh, who do you have in the LH showdown?
1: Yeah. So this has, uh, been the showdown we've wanted for the past two years. I have, I have the Clippers in this one. I think that, um, obviously I'm just riding, riding the hype riding the Clippers train through the whole thing. But I think um, once again, if they're healthy, and I think this team like lives and dies with Paul George, if Paul George plays well in the playoffs this year, I think they can pull off, I guess, what's considered the upset of the Lakers, but I, I have it, I have it going to seven games. So I think it's going to be a really close series. I think it's going to be the series that people wanted to see.
0: Definitely. And, and I like that pick because I was highly debating riding the Clippers train uh, because I really liked them last year. I, I think I actually had them. uh, I had them going out of the West for me uh, because I, I thought that they could take the Lakers ad with both teams at full strength yeah. and they could definitely do so this year, but. I wanted to double down on Utah. So uh, for me with the jazz and Lakers, I do have the Lakers winning this one. I think Utah right. is capable of winning a game or two, but uh, probably Lakers in five or six. All I right. just don't with the Lakers at top strength. I just don't know how many teams can push the Lakers to seven. And with a team yeah. like Utah who doesn't have, well, they have a star in Donovan Mitchell, but if you don't have a superstar like a Kawhi Leonard or Paul Jordan, in my opinion, it's hard for you to push LeBron to a seven game series, even though it's yeah. happened a couple times in his career. Um, but So, uh, Lake with, with LeBron and AD at full strength, this, they are the best team in the West. Uh, if they play like it, I think they'll be able to get out of the West. And I did say, uh, on a a few podcast episodes ago, uh, that I did have Lakers nets in the finals. If both teams are healthy, it appears that's going to be the case. Uh, maybe a little bit of a hobble LeBron James, but he's still LeBron James. And I want to stick to it. I want to stick to my Lakers nets pick that I've kind of been riding all year, uh, nothing has really convinced me otherwise uh, mm-hmm. of that changing. I don't really like how the Clippers ended off the season, especially with uh, tanking to get that fourth seed. It kind of gets yeah. you out of rhythm a little bit. Um, but I think this is going to be a good run for the Jazz. I- I'm really excited to see Utah I, uh, in the playoffs. I, I lo- again, this is a really fun team to watch. They pass the ball mm-hmm. well. They've got guys who can score on and off, uh, uh, or on the be- or on the starting lineup on the bench. Uh, and i think they can really push the lakers uh if they uh play at their best but mm-hmm. again i can't against lebron james but if there That's was a fair, team to knock them fair. off i'm gonna put the clippers in that category all right so for our finals pick now i've got lakers nets you have clippers sixers yep uh i'll let you go first all um, right who do you got there <sighs>
1: I'm 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 riding the Clippers train to my death, so I have the Clippers in six, and um, if the Clippers win, I think that the um, Finals MVP will be Paul George.
0: All right, so you got Clippers. Yep, and I do not have the other LA team. I'm going with Brooklyn. This team, at its best, is one of the best offensive teams. Uh, in NBA history, Kevin yeah. Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, they can put up numbers like no other. And I think it's going to be too much for the Lakers to handle. Uh, I, I loved I like this Nets team before yeah. the Harden trade with guys like Levert. Uh, and Jared Allen, but you use those pieces and some picks to get a James Harden who can really facilitate the offense as another ball handler. Plus you've got uh, some really nice role players. I like, I really like uh, again, Joe Harris. I think TLC is, is big off the bench. Uh, Deandre Jordan, Blake Griffin. Haven't even mentioned Mm -hmm. his name yet. They've (laughs) just got a lot of guys. Uh, And I don't think the Lakers have the role players uh, to contend with Brooklyn's role players. Plus you got three stars compared to two. So I really like Brooklyn in this one. I've got Brooklyn winning in, uh in six and I think they're going to take home the crown. And uh, I I'm really excited. I think it's going to be a really good playoffs. Um, yeah. So yeah uh, do you want to touch on the a possible Lakers nets? Uh, sure. Yeah. yeah. And then I'll touch on your yeah. matchup.
1: So I think, um I think that's definitely like the David and Goliath matchup that people kind of want to see in the finals with LeBron against the super team of the um, nets. But I think, I think I definitely agree with you. We've kind of seen this story before with LeBron and the Warriors. Um, I think it's just might be too, too, too much talent for him to handle, but also this time we have to remember that. I mean, if they get to the finals, um, he has Anthony Davis by his side, which is what we said, like another top five player in the league. So I think if, if this series happens, I think that um, obviously, I think the nets will still win, but I think he could go to seven, seven games. I think he, it could be a really good finals.
0: Yeah, for me with the Lakers, uh, my biggest – and this is for throughout the playoffs, but especially in the Nets matchup. Who is going to be your third guy? Yeah. Last year, it was Rajon Rondo. Right. And he was perfect for that role. But you don't have right. him anymore. Is it going to be a Kuzma? Is it going to be a KCP? I, I don't know. I just don't think they have – that third guy, uh, Schro- Schroeder, it would be Schroeder for me, but he's he was on the COVID list, uh, the protocol for 14 days, played horrible mm-hmm. in the Golden State game, he actually had to get taken out because he was taking such horrible shots, but it would have to be him, and I just don't think Schroeder uh, is going to be able to rise to the level that Rondo could, because we obviously know about playoff Rondo, Um <laughs> Uh, who we haven't I haven't even mentioned Rondo with him right. on the Clippers I think he's gonna be a huge piece for the Clippers and I can transition over there for that matchup uh sure. I I would take the Clippers over the the Sixers as well I, mm-hmm. I think uh Kawhi Leonard and Paul George would definitely overpower Simmons and Embiid plus yeah. uh I, I I like uh uh some of their some of their bench players I think Connard's a nice piece there Reggie yeah. Jackson's been pretty decent this season plus uh if the Clippers beat the Lakers uh they're gonna ride a high wave into that finals and yeah uh I don't I don't really see the Sixers, uh, having the, the wing guys to, um, to take down, uh, the, the Clippers, although you got, uh, Ben Simmons, but Harris isn't a great defender. I don't yeah. think, uh, plus we, I've seen Kawhi do it in the finals. Kawhi will yeah. get it done. And, uh, yeah. So, so you've got Clippers, I've got Nets. Uh, this has been a fantastic episode. We have, yeah, on. thank for you for having me on. This yeah, no problem. So much uh, this has been over forty-five minutes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the longest episode I've done was fifty minutes with, um, with Stuart Watermaker talking mm-hmm. about the UNC bowl game. Um, if you haven't checked that out, that that was way in the past though. So if you ever want some football recaps, go all the way back to episode like eighteen or something like that. Uh, but uh, I'm very excited for the NBA playoffs this year. Yeah, I think me too. Just like last year. Um or more this year for me but it's a toss up this year. Yeah. Uh in in the Western Conference especially uh for me in the East uh I've got Brooklyn as a clear yeah. favorite but especially the West I think we oh, I have no idea what is going to happen. I think that was the case last year as well but right. even even at the even at the, the some first round matchups the Wizards could knock them off. You never know right. who knows if the Knicks do some damage but um, I think once it gets down to the to the final for like the conference finals, we'll know which teams are there. But yeah, in terms of first round. There's a lot of uncertainty. And that's yeah. what I love. Uh, that's, why yeah, I love Madness, but, um, that's why I love Madness. But that's why I I mean, we love the NBA playoffs and we are so excited to see it uh, get underway today.
1: Yeah, I I totally agree with you. I, I was just I was telling you a few weeks ago, like I was just excited about the playoffs this year because you really don't know who's going to win. I mean, obviously, you have the one team in the Nets that's crazy talented the super team but there's just a lot of question marks around their health and also their chemistry so I I think it's a real toss-up my bracket could be just like 100% wrong um, and that's that's what I love about the playoffs but at the end of the day like it's different from March Madness in the sense that it's always a best of seven series so I think the best team will come out in each series and um, yeah so I just I'm excited to see what happens starting night. <laughs>
0: Definitely. And uh, I want to ask this question uh, just one more uh, before we go. Uh, If you had one sleeper team that you think could shock the world and make it far, uh, who would that team be for you? Because there are a couple teams that even though I'm not picking them, I still Mm -hmm. feel that they can make a run. So who, who would that team be for you?
1: I'd say just from what we saw last year, I think Miami could go far again just in terms of they have that experience now. And obviously they have Jimmy Butler and Bam. Um, But I I don't think they're playing as hot as they were last year. So I don't know how likely that is to happen, but I think my second sleeper team is Phoenix. I think if they can get past LA, I think they can go far. Yeah, I, I have Phoenix as that top sleeper team for me.
0: I think if Phoenix gets past the Lakers, they're going to the Western Conference Finals. I yeah. see them uh, being favored over Portland and Denver. Uh, it's just a really unfortunate matchup for, for yeah. Phoenix first round, but I really love their team. Um, hopefully they can get it done because I personally don't want to see the Lakers uh, go uh, particularly far because yeah. I just I don't really enjoy watching the Lakers. I think there's so yeah. many more fun teams in the Western Conference uh, to watch. And obviously I could go Utah here, but I already have them going far. So we're enough with the jazz, but my other team, a huge sleeper. And I don't think it's going to happen, but I want to bring them up. The New York Knicks.
1: Knicks. They
0: have a very small chance of upsetting the Sixers, but I think it is very possible. If Randall's at the top of his game and Tibbs has them playing defense, that could be the biggest upset of the playoffs.
1: Yeah. That that would be insane.
0: New York would lose their minds. That city <laughs> would be popping off. I mean, they were just excited when they were above 500.
1: Yeah. And, I, I mean, that would be just fantastic for the fan base for the past 25 years of yeah, they have losing suffered series. Enough. Yeah.
0: So yeah, uh, that's going to wrap up today's episode. If you guys have, uh, if you are listening uh, for this long, this is about 50 minutes at this point, maybe longer. Thank you so much for listening. Even if you've just listened to a little bit, because we did, uh, if you, you, if you want to talk uh, here about a specific team, I'll probably put some, uh, some timestamps, uh, maybe in the description. I'm not sure if I'm even able to see timestamps like that, but uh, we we'll, we'll, we'll see there. But again, thank you so much for listening. Ethan, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. It yeah. has been an absolute pleasure. Uh, and uh, we had uh, some very good conversations on here. That's why I went yeah. so long.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me on. Um, I've been listening for a while and it's really been awesome coming on here. Maybe some of my takes aren't that great, but, you know, it's it's been a real fun time here, Josh. Thanks. Definitely. And uh, for future podcast
0: episodes, I want to get on a better schedule now that uh, we are officially out of school. So I'm gonna I say in my head Monday through Friday, but I do want to get at least three a week. Uh, I think recapping uh, a series in the middle of them and then after the fact, uh, I think that those are some good episodes. Ide- episode ideas uh, for the NBA playoff. So I'm definitely gonna keep everyone updated. They definitely won't be as long as this one because this was a big preview. But uh, stay tuned for some more NBA uh, uh, playoff action and uh, recaps and analysis from yours truly here at 125 Unfiltered. With that being said, once again, thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next time.